0: It's Wake Up Wyoming, with Glenn Woods.
1: Baby, it's cold outside. I mean, wow. Yeah, but you knew this was coming. Everybody, I made it home and I made it back again. Glenn Wood's here. Wake up, Wyoming. Let's unpack all of this. All right, so yesterday I had to stay at work late, which to me is like 2 in the afternoon. We realize I get here at like 2 in the morning. And I knew I should have said I'm not doing this because while I was here in the morning, the temperature started to drop And then while I waited for what I had to do later in the day, the the snow started coming down. I almost didn't make it home yesterday. There's some hills I have to go up. I'm just going to have to get, not the change, but you know those wires to put on the tires? Because where I'm at, they weren't plowing the roads, and it was just solid ice. And before I get home, there's a couple of really sharp hills I have to go up, and wow, spinning all the way, almost didn't make it, had to sort of, you know, tack back and forth in order to make my way up those hills really was doubting i was going to do it but i made it then once i got home temperatures start really dropping more snow coming in overnight rocky mountain discount uh rocky mountain discount rocky mountain power had to cut the power for just a little while in some areas to fix some things so there might have been a few hours overnight that some people didn't have any power. Then it came back on again. But at least my house stayed nice and, and warm and snug inside. But then, okay, now i got to get to work. So i got to head back down that steep hill again, right? I planned for this. I thought about this before I went to sleep. There's a really steep part of the hill, the first hill I have to take, at the very end, which joins another street. I have to make a left turn on it. And I thought, the way it drops, I'm going to just slide. There's no way I'm going to be able to not even stop, just hold it there. There's no way. Hope nobody's coming, but I tend to show up at work a little after 2 o'clock in the morning, so hopefully the road will be clear. It's very rare if anyone ever comes that way. Nobody did. And I had made a plan. My plan was, as I start to slide down that last bit from one road to the next, I will try to aim. You know when they plow and they leave that berm of snow up the middle of the road? I will aim my left front tire for that. And if I hit it just right, it will swing the car into the proper lane so I can take the next road, the left turn. Because I won't be able to turn using my own wheels or anything. It actually worked. Now, getting to work is all downhill for me. So it was just an ice skating rink. The first turn I usually take, I slid right by. Solid ice the whole way. I just slid right by that first turn. Next turn, I just let it coast until I eventually made the next turn, and things got easier as I got closer to the station. Okay. Some of the stories, and by the way, I'm getting already messages from people. Jim in Glenrock, good good, good, good morning, Glen. Yeah, I get it. Mark in Centennial, minus 19 without the wind chill. He's a warm spot, by the way. In Cheyenne, this is from Michelle in Greeley. In Cheyenne, the temperature keeps going up 35 when I walked uh, the dogs. Now the thermometer says 41. Well, see, when was that? Yesterday. That was yesterday. But some of the stories I have for you this morning, one of them shows how quickly the temperature drops. You can take a look at a graph at how fast the temperature just dropped yesterday. And I mean hard. Hard. So that's one that I have for you. Another one, Casper may have broken. Casper, Wyoming, may have broken its lowest temperature record ever. Now, you can go. I got a note from Don Day from Dayweather this morning, just before 6 o'clock, just before the news top of the hour started. He sent me this by messenger. Looks like Casper, Wyoming may have set an all time record of negative 42 this morning, old record negative 41 in 1990 now the official temperature is taken at the airport so you're talking technically that would be mills natrona county area or is that out in the county folks for you guys is the casper natrona county airport technically out in the county I think it might be but anyway in that area that's where they take the official temperature so if your temperature varies a little bit of course it will my Uh, Where I live, for example, is on a slightly higher elevation. And then there's temperatures at a slightly lower elevation. Like, for example, the radio station studios where I am right now, they're they're along the Platte River. So temperatures here get really low because we're way down by the river, right? Uh, But then when we go up, uh, let's say if you're near a mountain area like let's say you're in buffalo and you start going up toward the mountain on the mountains there, uh, on the bighorn mountain chain the higher up you go the warmer it's actually going to get this is a temperature inversion the temperatures have gotten so low that there is an inversion going on right now so anyway here's don day's note once again Casper, for those people who are living in the Casper area, you hit a low officially of negative forty-two. That breaks your all-time record, according to Don Day. Now, another story that I have for you is how fast the temperatures dropped, and this happened all across the area. This was absolutely astounding. There's a graph on this story that you can take a look at. It shows temperatures just kind of moseying along thirties and forties, and then all of a sudden, it hits a spot. Where it just drops, you can see the line on the graph just drop a long way where I was yesterday, I sent Don day a note. I said within an hour, we went from about plus thirty three degrees to about a negative ten within an hour. and there's some places that drop faster than that so the how Fast the temperature dropped. Wow. That was just astounding. Okay, so this is a unique weather event. Stuff like this doesn't happen all that often. Now, here's some good news for you as we start to get out of this. So, okay, today, most of Wyoming will be in the negative single digits that's still cold, I know. You will have a good bout of cold early this morning. A lot of you, are, you know, where I'm at, like, is negative 30 right now. So a lot of you are going to be in temperatures like that. But then as the morning goes on, we get into the negative single digits. By the time we get to Christmas, though, uh, mid to low 30s. By comparison, that's actually a very nice day. That's going to seem balmy by comparison. And in watching Don Day, we'll talk to him. We have an extended forecast at 645. When I get to 745, I always talk to him about this. And he says it's going to take a little bit for the Arctic areas to build up that kind of energy and do it again. Not to say that it can't in a couple of weeks, but it'll take a few weeks or so maybe a little longer before I can do it again. That's a lot of energy that just moved down our way and it expended that energy, okay? So for us to get that again might take a little while. So temperatures get up into, let's say, the 20s and 30s. By comparison, that seems like nice warm weather. Now, when I go, people are starting to wake up across the area and so I start going across uh, social media. Here's a guy, Brian. Let's see, all-time record. Again, he must be, yeah, he's in the Casper area. And he showed that negative 40 degrees. Negative 42 was the official low. Cheyenne, there was a negative 15. Becky posted that one. I'm just looking at social media. Uh, Here's another one, cold. Let's see where this actually is. Okay, well, someone has negative 23, but it does not say where they're from. Oh, by the way, I did come across one. Let's see if I can get to this real quick. Who we were colder than is interesting. So let's see. In Alaska, like for example, Nome, Alaska, was plus 16. Antarctica recorded negative 4. Casper, Wyoming, negative 42. So even yesterday, when the temperature started dropping, we were colder in parts of Wyoming colder than Antarctica or parts of Alaska. And that's just the way the cold front moved out. Now, what this means for the rest of the nation, and I do have, by the way, it's worth watching, some interesting video also on the Wake Up Wyoming site. There's some really interesting video from the highway patrol across Wyoming as they were telling people, just don't drive, just don't, just don't. It got to the point that it was just zero visibility on a lot of the roads. I-25, north-south, the whole way, the length of the state, closed. I know it's going to come as a shock to you. I-80 is closed right now. And as for travel cross-country, and I talked to you guys about this earlier this week, it's not just air travel. Already, about last I heard, about 1,500 flights canceled and more on the way. For those people who are driving cross-country, Probably would be a good idea if they had just stayed home, depending on where they're going, because there's a lot of interstates across the country that are getting shut down right now. So, yeah, this has been a big one. Oh, by the way, this is what's called, let's put it in air quotes, ready? Global warming. That's what's happening right now. Yeah, we're in the midst of global warming. And I'm going to keep reminding you, what's keeping us warm right now? What kept us warm all night long? It wasn't wind and solar i John, Granite Canyon, morning, Glenn. Wind chill is negative 40, thanks to clean Wyoming coal. John and Gillette, planning on tanning today in Gillette, negative 26. Well, if you're at negative 26, John, you're at one of the warm spots. 6.17 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming. Wake up, Wyoming. Start your day
0: with Glenn Woods. Did you just hit the snooze? Really? This is AM 1030,
1: K2 Radio. 620 is the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Grandpa Rich. I like this. Grandpa Rich from Thermopolis. Glenn, my poor dog won't go out to pee. Can you blame him? Mike in Leeds, South Dakota. It's summer in Antarctica. Yeah, hence the minus, what did I say, like four or something like that? Yeah, but just the fact that we are still more, are colder than Antarctica right now. So, All right, so a lot of travel is being interrupted today across the country right now. I was just talking to Miss Mary about getting around yesterday And here again, I have some video for you. If you go to the Wake Up Wyoming site, Ms. Mary will alert it out. Wyoming Highway Patrol officers, one officer in one of the videos, he gets out of his patrol car, and it is just blowing some nasty cold and snow, and he turns on all of his lights, everything, and then stands in front of his vehicle and shoots a video, and you can barely see the video i give you an idea of how bad it is. Another officer was inside his vehicle and shot video through the windshield of what was in front of him, and you can't see to the end of the hood of his car. Now, an idea of what temperatures and weather was like yesterday across Wyoming as this whole thing blew through. And I wanna thank especially, not just a lot of the first responders out there, police departments around the state had reached a point where they were just pushed to the edge and they said, unless you have a life-threatening emergency, we're sorry, we can't help you. There were so many slides off the roads, wrecks, accidents, stuff like that. There was so much so much trouble out there that unless you need to go to the hospital, we don't have the resources to help you. That's where they were yesterday, and they were really busy. Which is one of those reasons. Oftentimes, you get that piece of advice, which I stick with. I was tempted actually just to stay here at work last night. I probably should have done that. But uh, when they say, just don't, just don't, just stay, just stay home, just take the day off. Oftentimes, that's a great idea, just to take the day off like that. Man, there were some people stuck and still are a lot of people stuck out there. And also last night, thanks to all across Wyoming, if you're waking up this morning... And you're noticing, oh, good, they plowed the streets last night. There were people who had to stay up all last night and run those snow plows. So thanks to those people who are probably still out there doing that right now, trying to clear your streets so you can actually get somewhere today. But, yeah, they were. I didn't know because I was so fast asleep last night I had no idea. But I got up this morning and walked out and looked and went, oh, okay, they, they did run the snow plow down. However, it was still where I'm at, an ice skating rink. The whole way. So very slick and not a whole lot they can do about that. Plow it down, drop some dirt, and then that's the best you're going to get. So here again, we'll spend the day getting up for most of the state of Wyoming into still the negative numbers, but at least the single digits. Then when we get into, and I'm going to go ahead and take a look. Oh, where's this? Fire pit Paul, negative 55 wind chill. He's in Cheyenne. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, If let, let's do it by this. Um, I can go ahead and give the numbers out there. But if we're so cold that Grandpa Rich in Thermopolis, his dog, will not go out to pee, now we know how cold it is when his dog just says, you know, I'll hold it. That's fine. I'm good. I'll just hold it. When his dog's doing that, you know how cold it is. All right, let's see what else we have. Uh, where I'm at right now is negative 33. Fine. I'm going to take a look at what the forecast is for the next few days. Okay, so, again, today, negative double digits for some people, but most of you will get into the negative single digits. Friday should be positive single digits for most of Wyoming. But get a load of this. Mid to lower 30s, plus number. Saturday. Sunday some of you some of you out there might actually hit like 40 degrees Sunday by time we get to Tuesday we should be oh mid 40s or so and again i'm just doing an average across the state here you might be in the mid 40s so good at least it doesn't last that long and as don day said in his uh, when you look at his podcast he was and i'll talk to him again 7:45 this morning he said it will take a while for that energy to build up again and be able to hit us like that again until that time though some records were set now i started taking a look at and see if i can do this real quick here uh, let's see okay flights canceled <clears throat> oh look i misspelled canceled okay extra l there flight cancellations so far we're about yeah over 1600 nationwide so far and that has a lot to do with just the weather here and then when we get into road conditions again a lot of holiday travelers this is where i were it me i would have just called the family and said you know not that i don't love you guys but no i'm just not doing it about that in fact i do remember i don't i don't remember what year it was But there was a time when it wasn't so much weather conditions. It was just a lot of flights being canceled that had everything to do with the economy. And I had said to my family, I'm just not going right now. And they were disappointed, but they understood. And it turned out exactly when I said I wasn't going to go, there was a record number of cancellations. So there's a lot of people trying to get home for the holidays right now. Good luck with that. That's why I say, remember the movie, it was a great movie, Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Great movie. And John Candy and Steve Martin were in that one. They were just hysterical together. So what we're going through is basically the same thing, but not funny. All right, so now this morning, I wonder about this for a lot of you this morning as you get out there to get your vehicle started. This morning, I was really pleased as I'm walking toward my vehicle. I actually, because mine is a stick shift, I actually have to go out there and start it from inside manually. Some of you guys can just, you know, I'm going to do this with my next vehicle. But you got your remote, you're inside, you just point it out the window, the vehicle starts, it warms up. I actually have to go out there. I was pleased to see all the lights come on when I tweaked it to open up the doors. I started the vehicle and it did the only place where it seemed to have some trouble it grumbled a little bit was not because of the back <coughs> pardon me not because of the battery it's just because it's that cold everything has to get you know, it's grinding in other words and then everything got going and all of a sudden oh okay my car's running here good and I let that warm up a nice long time But, yeah, this is one of those cases where a lot of people are going to step outside and go, okay. About that battery, I know a couple of people who brought their batteries inside. Greg and Cheyenne. Glenn, I was outside working yesterday when the front hit like a ton of frozen bricks. I ate a job. Remember the linemen who were working on the power last night? That's true. A lot of linemen out there. Doesn't matter. Oh, when I got to work, there is a train yard across the Platte River from these studios. Those guys were working all night long. Red and Casper, new house, pipes froze. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of people just let their water run. And again, I know some people brought their car batteries in last night. So. All right, 6.30 is the time. Local news coming away. Don Day will update you on all of this. We'll start getting into news and stuff as we get into the next segment of the program. Got a little bit of that for you. Wake up my 2 Radio. 6.36 at the time. Wake up Wyoming. Chet and Yoder saying, we're finally having an actual winter where he is, what, negative 18, negative 50. Again, Casper, Wyoming may have set an all-time record for recorded temperatures in Casper negative 42. We'll see numbers coming in from across the state. Don Day will be with me well. Extended forecast, 645. 745 is with me live as we unpack all of this. Your Christmas weekend actually ought to be nice. Christmas Day. Some of you might even be into the low 40s. Meantime, weren't we told that this wasn't going to be happening anymore? Uh, Well, if we had some global warming,
2: if we had some global wouldn't be 20 below, it wouldn't be 20 below. If we had some global warming, if we had some global warming, I wouldn't be shoveling snow, I wouldn't be shoveling that blasted snow. If we had some global warming, if we had some global warming, I wouldn't have to drive this giant I could drive a little commuter
3: car If we had
1: some global warming free Well, so it was predicted, anyway. And Remember, if by 2000, it was predicted that snow would be a thing of the past. So, take your kids out, show them that snow, explain it to them, because they have no idea. Well, they said you were going to have to take kids out and explain snow because it would be so rare and exciting kids wouldn't know what snow was so go out and explain it to your kids because they have no idea what's happening right now all right also there's that la nina el nino effect that i've talked about before now that's an area that's right below the equator and just off the coast uh, west side of south america in that area and what happens is in that region's summertime If the sun is active enough, it really warms up that area. When that area is warm, that means a lot of wet weather coming to us. When that area is cooler, by comparison, then we get into a drought cycle. So we've been into a drought cycle for a while because the sun has actually been in a cooler phase, a less active phase. But that's changing. The sun's starting to get more active again. And as it does, well, take a look at some of the snowpack. When you take a look at uh, Washington State Mountains, California Mountains, moving on out to you know Oregon, places like that, Utah, and even into the Rocky Mountain areas, we're starting to set records for snow right about now. As early in the season, a lot can happen between now and the end of winter. But snowpack is actually at a real all-time high. So now what this actually does for some areas that are drought-ridden, don't know yet. We're going to have to wait and see. But that's another cycle that goes back and forth. And something that I've pointed out before, when you look at long-term weather trends. Remember, Wyoming used to be at the bottom of an ocean. Then it was an inland sea then was a swamp. Now it's sort of a High Plains desert. When you take a look at Utah, like Salt Lake City, stuff like that, Utah used to be a massive lake area. This whole region has been slowly getting warmer and drier over a very long period of time. So when I read an article... (laughs) Oh, climate change is causing this area to get warmer and drier. Yes, warmer and drier like it has been doing for millions of years. That's been a a long-term trend for this area. So what we're going through here with these sudden cold snaps, that's going to happen from time to time. But the long-term trends show something different. Still, a long-term trend can, can head the other direction. And at some point, we could start heading into cooler times once again. And I mean, again, long-term. I'm not talking about last night cooler. I'm talking about long-term temperatures. Things could drastically change. And at that point, when you hear predictions from people about what the weather is going to be like in the next 50 to 100 years and so on, they have no idea. As good meteorologists would often tell you, they, they don't even like making a five-day forecast. Forget asking them for a 10-day forecast. They do it, but they flat-out admit that a 10-day forecast is not all that accurate. So they certainly can't tell you what's going to happen 50 or 100 years from now. It's just simply not knowable. But now, A prediction I made yesterday, you know, I don't like predictions, but I tossed it out there. Somebody, and I'll have to look around to see, it's going to pop up, this weather event we're having right now across the nation, somebody is going to blame this on man-made climate change. I'm just waiting to find the article is going to pop up probably sometime this morning or this afternoon. 6:42. Here's Don Day, wake up Wyoming. This w-
0: Wake up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on AM 1030, K2 Radio. Join the show at 888-97 Woods.
1: 6.48 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming. Off we head on over to the, I might as well call it sauna, the way it is outside right now. Frank Gambino in the ice icebox. Morning, Frank. Hey, it's not so bad. It was mm-hmm. only 30 below when I walked yet, in the trying. day. Well, I, Casper set an all-time record low last night around 3 o'clock in the morning that hour. Negative 42. But that was at the
4: airport, and nobody yes. lives at the airport.
1: Yeah, okay. But still, that's a record. Since records have been kept anyway for that yeah. kind of temperature, now how did you do getting home yesterday?
4: No, no, no it was fine. I mean, um, you just—I I got home yesterday, and I stayed home, and yeah. I started the car this morning, and okay. off we went. I had—I s- feel bad for the people who lost their power.
1: uh yeah, last night. I well, now I did, but I was asleep during it, so I didn't notice. Well well. Yeah. Okay. So then, but I knew it was coming, but it didn't bother me a bit. But me getting home, you know, I'm up Oakcrest, you know, off of 15th yeah. up Oakcrest, and wow, I almost didn't make that. Wow. I didn't get out of here till after 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Then you It was snowing. It,
4: yeah. Yeah. And, and it was... Uh, it got a little bit... Uh, you started feeling the edge of your fingers a
1: little yes, bit. Yes, right. Now, I really did wrap myself up this morning. On the way down, I actually had strategized how to ice skate a car to work. Right, yeah. But, but you could only see from the left... Yeah. Right, you
4: can't see so much.
1: No, but I did manage, though, like, for example, when I got off of Oakcrest on the 15th, you know, there's that deep dip right there, yep, it really right, dips. Right in the 15th. right in the yes, 15th. Right into 15th. And I knew there was no way I was going to stop there. It wasn't going to happen. So I just had to hope nobody was coming. And I pre-planned this. I aimed my car, you know, when they plow the snow yeah. and there's that little the windrow of drill, snow yeah. up the middle? Yeah. yeah. I aimed my left tire toward that yeah. and hit it, and it swung the car right on the 15th. <laughs> I planned that. Yeah, yeah, and then I wanted to turn down Beach, but I slid right past it, literally. Got on, um, what's the next one there with, the, uh, with the lights Durban? over there? Uh, no, Durban further Durban uh, Center? Uh, Walcott?
4: What are those? Walcott.
1: Yeah. And the only thing I had to worry about on Walcott, you know, there's some traffic lights on Walcott? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's not happening.
4: Well, no, they should be flashing yellow by the time you're yeah, no, they're going all, through. No, they
1: don't do that anymore. No, so nope they they're regular lights in the middle of the night, so I just said, "Well, you know, <laughs> I hope any police officers out here are just gonna have to understand and the ni- nice thing is as I got close to the lights since I was driving so slow, they did change for me. He says loud enough, so any police officers listening will hear him and believe him, and I just uh I just basically i ice skated all to work, but if you know how to ice skate your car, Frank, you can play hockey, yes." All right, a men's college basketball from last night. Another game, another loss
4: for the Wyoming Cowboys. They dropped the 66-54 decision to St. Mary's in Phoenix last night. The Pokes did shoot the ball at a 50% clip from the floor. However, they were just 3 of 14 from the three-point line, with just one player in double figures as as Norah Reynolds had 21. Cowboys had no answer whatsoever for Logan Johnson of St. Mary's, who was 12 of 22 from the field and finished with 28 points. Plus, UW turned the ball over a whopping 19 times, and St. Mary's picked up 25 points off those turnovers. At five and seven, the Cowboys just aren't very good right now. And they start Mountain West play on Wednesday at Fresno State. In women's junior college basketball, 10th Casper Gaspar College now 13-3 after an 81-56 loss to Salt Lake Community College in Las Vegas yesterday. Flora Goen with 14 points for the T-Birds who went 2 of 10 from the three-point line. In girls' high school basketball, Natrona is still in that tournament in Las Vegas. They beat West Jordan-Utah yesterday 49-33. They'll play Jordan-Utah today in that tournament. Looking back at girls' high school basketball from Friday, Kelly Wallace lost to Pinedale 55-50 at the Flaming Gorge Tournament in Sweetwater County. Rollins over Cheyenne South, 53-49. At the Greeley Tournament, Laramie over Northridge, Colorado, 47-36. And Cheyenne Central Bay, Northfield, Colorado, 55-53. Cheyenne East was in the Windsor Tournament. They defeated Campbell County, 61-57. Also in girls play on Friday, Glenrock over Thermopolis, 54-49. And Midwest lost to Rock River, 45-20. Hingros play on Saturday. Kelly Walsh lost to Thunder Basin 54-37. Cheyenne South beaten by Pinedale 65-47. Cheyenne East got by Resurrection Christian 68-55. Central over Northridge, Colorado 68-60. Laramie beat Northfield, Colorado 50-46. to And Midwest lost to Guernsey 50-29. It was college football signing day yesterday. The Wyoming Cowboys signed 13 high school players and snagged one guy out of the transfer portal. The incoming transfer is running back Harrison Whaley from Northern Illinois, who had 800 800- 199 yards rushing for the Huskies in 2002. On the high school side, the folks picked up seven guys that were rated as three-star recruits, and one of, the, one of those was quarterback Caden Anderson from South Lake, Texas. He played in just six games in his senior year, but threw 14 TD passes without an interception, and 34 TD passes with eight interceptions as a junior. Also, Cody High School All-State player Luke Talich assigned signed with Notre Dame. He was Cody's leading passer with 25 TD passes and four interceptions, and was also the team's leading rusher. He also stood on defense, too, just a great all-around player. Tallage, uh, due to an injury, did not play in the 3A state championship game in which Cody lost 14-7 to to Star Valley.
1: That's in the sports. Let's go around the globe real quick here. Yesterday, let's see, uh, Alaska, their capital there, plus 16. Okay. Uh, Antarctica, minus 4. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, you know, Butte, Montana, minus 27. Siberia? Cas- yeah. Casper, Wyoming, you know, minus minus. 42 as the... Lo- we were colder than Antarctica. Not for very long. Not for very long, no. But, I mean, that tells you, <laughs> for a little while there, Frank, we could right. have ranking rights if anyone actually lived down there. It, at least it wasn't 50 below. Uh, oh, yeah. Say that loud enough. Thanks a lot, Frank. All right, coming up on some local business, we have to take care. We're going to roll into news time. I got some actual news for you uh, the next hour of the program. Triple eight ninety seven, woods the phone number. Wake up when you 706, it's Wake Up Wyoming. It is so cold. No, I'm actually going to break some more records for you. Then I'll get into some regular news, but okay. Hang on before we do anything. Trigger warning.
5: Warning. Your host for this radio show occasionally utters offensive words like Merry Christmas. Some callers to this show might return the greeting. All opinions are welcome on Wake Up Wyoming, but woke holiday buzzkills will be canceled. In the same way, they are trying to cancel everyone else's good vibes. To our Jewish friends, happy Hanukkah. And to the atheists out there, may the Big Bang be with you. And if none of that holiday jazz really floats your boat, remember, best of us is for the rest of us. Merry
1: Christmas! I could give you numbers like uh, Casper Wyoming hit negative 42 last night, which actually breaks an all-time record for them. But that's not what I'm judging, how cold it is by this morning. No matter where you are, you're in the negative double digits. And earlier I was saying, hey, we're colder than Antarctica. Forget that. Two real gauges of how cold it is outside. One, in Thermopolis, Wyoming, Grandpa Rich's dog refuses to go out and pee. The dog would rather just sit inside and hold it than go outside and pee. When it gets that cold... You know it's cold. We're setting records. Also, Miss Mary, the producer of this program, sits in an office area that's surrounded by really big windows. I mean, floor-to-ceiling windows, a whole wall is a big window. And year-round, she's at her desk all bundled up looking snug because she's always feeling cold. She even has a space heater under her desk. For Christmas, and I gave her her Christmas present earlier, I got her her these really big, thick, Soft, fuzzy socks. Really fluffy. That's not even helping. It is so cold in her office, she has packed up and moved across to the other side of the building. Back into the building. To a studio that is actually warm. Yeah, so to think that she has moved, relocated her whole operation. She can still run this program. If you call the program, if you call this show to get on the air with me at 888 woods she'll still answer the phone. She, she can transfer everything over. But she's moved way over to the other side of the building to where it's actually warm. So when Miss Mary actually moves her base of operation, you know it's cold out there. That's the condition that we're in right now. I also want to continue to remor- just remind everybody through all of this. So last night, as we went through all of this, and even this morning, where I'm at right now, it's minus 31, which is an improvement. It was colder earlier. What's keeping us nice and toasty? It's not those windmills or solar panels. That's not what's keeping us nice and toasty warm. I know there are some people out there that don't want to hear this, but what's keeping you nice and toasty right now is coal, natural gas, people who drill and dig for a living, those miners and those people who extract natural gas and petroleum products and the truck drivers who drive coal trucks and diesel trucks to bring all of that around, the people who stayed up all night long making sure that you had power from a reliable source. And that reliable source was coal and natural gas, and for those who say well, we got that c o two being pumped into the atmosphere is warming the planet, step outside, then come back in and tell me that. All right, moving on some actual news that I have this morning of a real news news. not like record cold isn't news, but let's go to the Wyoming Secretary of State's Office for just a bit. As you know, our new Secretary of State is Chuck Gray. Story says, as eighty percent of the Secretary of State's executive team quit, Chuck Gray is looking for replacements. So, would you like a job working for the Wyoming Secretary of State? Secretary of State elect Chuck Gray has announced that some of his main players in his new office leadership team are gone. Quote, I've been working hard to ensure an orderly, smooth transition. In the Wyoming Secretary of State office, he said, he's had some big holes to fill as four or five members of the Secretary of State's office team are leaving, representing altogether 119 years of combined experience between them. Cheyenne resident Jesse Neiman will serve as the Deputy Secretary of State. He is Senior Assistant Attorney General, Wyoming Attorney General's office. He has defended the state of Wyoming in civil liberty cases and appeals in both federal and state courts. He represents Wyoming Highway Patrol in the high, uh, high profile sexual discrimination case that came to a settlement back in 2021. He, and it he goes on to talk about him. And then also with the incoming administration, a change in administrators, he said, I just felt it was, uh, said Gray, I just felt it was a good time to close this chapter of my book and start a new one. Uh, Well, this is a gentleman named Wheeler. So there's other people that are sort of in and out, and it talks about who's staying on. In August, some of the people leaving like Mr. Meese told Cowboy State Daily the big reason for the department was Chuck Gray's election. They didn't like Chuck Gray getting the job. He's called into question the integrity of this office, and now he's going to run it. And yuck, said one woman leaving. Gray hosted uh, the showing of the movie 2,000 Mules during his campaign in the past summer. That film calls into question the results of the 2020 election. Me said Gray's questioning the security and integrity of Wyoming election during the campaign were is what drove her out. I welcome the opportunity to work with the entire staff more closely, uh, Chuck Gray said. Okay, so a lot of these people, I kind of figured that, were leaving because Chuck Gray has some Pretty strong opinions when it comes to elections and whether the last presidential election was legit or not, and wants to ensure that Wyoming elections remain secure. They have been. I haven't seen any problems, but he wants to make sure that they do. So, some of what caused, like ballot drop boxes that caused problems in other states, he doesn't want that happening here in the state of Wyoming. So, quite a few members of his staff have left. He's got some job openings now. If you want to apply there, go ahead. If you're looking for a job, you can probably get a job in the Secretary of State's office here in the state of Wyoming, providing you're qualified for it. I don't know exactly what he's looking for in all of these positions, but okay. Also, would you like to apply for the job as CEO of Twitter? Elon Musk is going to step down as head of Twitter. Yeah, he did take a poll to see if he should stay or not, but that's really not the reason why. He's got other things that he's working on, and he didn't want to stay as head of Twitter. That was taking up so much of his time. So he's looking for a president of the company. So again, if you're looking for a job, probably pays well. Billionaire Elon Musk, the story said, actively looking for a new CEO as Twitter, well, after users voted him to step down, the story says Musk has served as the uh, Twitter since buying it for 44 billion late October. He's looking at potential candidates. No big surprise here. Musk said is actively looking for a new CEO. It doesn't take a genius to tell you that said squat boxes, well, and, and they're talking about who they're looking for and what qualifications they have. Considering, though, how poorly Twitter was run, I say, if we're going to go by the old standards, it ought to be pretty easy to qualify for that job. Although I don't know what Elon Musk is looking for, but, hey, turn in an application, you never know. Again, I think the job probably paid really well. Seven fifteen, Wake Up Wyoming.
0: Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio the conversation at eight 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 ninety seven 97 woods
1: 720 is the time. I think 31 where I am right now. Just going to keep reminding you all morning long, if you are nice and snug and warm right now, it is not because of wind and solar panel. That's not what's keeping you warm right now. Yes. Welcome to the Church of Global Warming. Sorry, I I just came in to get out of the cold. You You don't mind, do you?
6: Well, you know, the cold outside is due to global
0: warming.
1: Wait, wasn't this the same church that said that this part of the world was going to be a sandy desert by now? Global warming works in mysterious ways. Right, kind of like God
0: works in mysterious ways. Hey, 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 careful how you talk about the Obama.
1: You know, I, I think I'll just wait outside and suffer in the driving blizzard. Besides, it's freezing cold in here. That's because global warming froze over the wind turbine blades in the clouds.
7: And snow and ice cover the solar panels, you idiot!
1: You're just going to keep up uh, coming with any kind of an excuse to blame you. I'm still waiting for it. I haven't found it yet, but it's going to happen. This entire weather event is going to be blamed on you for some reason. By the way, Congress is still trying to push through that uh, almost $2 trillion omnibus spending bill. And as always, they don't know most of what's in it, but they're trying to shove anything they can in there. And Republicans are actually doing something right. It's a rare thing. And they're trying to... Hold it back as long as they can. But billions of dollars are stuffed in there for climate change. Morning, Micah.
2: Good morning. So I was just listening to your little spiel about the Secretary of State's office. Yeah. <laughs> um. Actually, this is probably a good thing because, you know, we're always concerned about the budget and stuff. Right. Maybe maybe that office does not need as many employees in oh, it as they yeah. have been.
1: So don't fill those jobs. So,
2: and it's kind of nice that that's one way to clean house without sure. anybody having to fire somebody else. Uh, well, so,
1: yeah. He didn't have know, to call gonna... those people in and question them or anything like that. They just said, yeah. I don't like what you think, and they left. So there, problem solved. Problem
2: solved. How yeah, do we get... I think that's really fantastic. How
1: do we but get you know, more, more of that to happen? about
2: yeah. Wyoming not having any problems or anything, Yeah. I did bring to, to Chuck's attention quite a while ago. That um, Well, as you know, Fritz died back in um, January, and I contacted the Secretary of State's office itself, plus our local—I don't know, I can't remember which office it was here, but I was also directed to our local people to make sure that Fritz's name would not be on there, because he was really big on people— not using dead people and right. um, fake people's names and all this kind of stuff. So, in honor of <laughs> him, I was, like, really double-checking that, and I was assured that, you know, he was marked off, no longer active or whatever. But then we get in the mail a ballot, you know, suggesting that he, the <laughs> yeah. <a> dead person, send <laughs> mm-hmm. in, you know, his, his vote early through the mail. So I brought this to Chuck's attention, and I was like, you know, maybe this isn't a a big, huge deal, because this is just one person. Right. But, you know, if Fritz got it, how many other dead people's addresses were sent those ballots? And anybody could have taken it. Mm-hmm. Anybody could have used it. So, you know, there, I, I, there is corruption. And if 80% of the staff left, yeah. you can't tell me that 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 was all just because of a personality conflict. Right, yeah. yeah that's they haven't some serious other problems. Now, you
1: Something's have heard, though, on. my explanation as to why Democrats are so thoughtful and helpful to get the dead to vote. Have you heard me talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Here's how, here's how this works. For those who haven't heard this, here's how this works. Uh, we, do, well, we did fight a revolution, in part, over taxation without representation. and well, do we tax the dead? Yes, we do tax the dead. Well, if we're going to tax the dead, then shouldn't the dead have the right to vote? So leave it to the Democrats. I mean, they, they're they the ones who, heart their hearts are in the right place. I mean, how, how dare you deny someone the right to vote just because they physically can't show up to the polls because, you know, they're dead. I mean, that's considered like a handicap or something like that. And, uh, I don't know if that makes you... Is that is that a deadist? What do we call that? In some way, you're bigoted because of that. So they want to make... The Democrats want to make sure that the dead get to vote because we do tax them. Then taxation needs representation if we're going to tax these people. If you're wondering, how is it that they all vote Democrat? Isn't it odd that your Uncle Frank... Who always voted republican he dies and suddenly he's voting democrat and the answer is well brain dead zombies vote democrat that's why those votes always go to the democrats when it comes so but i will agree with micah though 80 percent of the office just leaves because they have a problem with uh, some of what chuck Ray stands for well okay that saves him a lot of work that certainly saves him a lot of work now to what micah was talking about there's always mistakes like the one she's talking about, and states have to be very careful to purge their voter rolls. It's got to be something that's done on a yearly basis, as far as I'm concerned. Because, well, there's some states that only purge the rolls every election cycle, if then. And that leaves a lot of people on those voter rolls that have either left the state or are deceased, And yet somehow their name is still on the roll. And there have been people who have voted in multiple states in one election because they've lived over the past few years in several different states. And so they know they're registered in several different states. So they ask for absentee ballots and vote more than once. One guy I was reading about, he voted like four times. So there's that. But then Mike is right. What about when someone dies? And someone, of course, has the intention to cast in multiple ballots. So all they have to take a look at is who's dead that's still on the voter rolls? Okay, can I find a clever way to go ahead and and do a mail-in thing? And that's where, in that case, not having to show up in person and show an ID does leave the door open to a lot of fraud. That's one of the reasons why I understand if you are out of country There are a few circumstances where voting by absentee mail-in ballot is certainly helpful to you. There are extenuating circumstances. But in most cases, personally, I like the idea of you have to show up in person. You have to present an ID. This is me. And that way, they're sure. You've only showed up in one place and you voted once. And, yeah, make it make sure that it's kind of difficult to do. Not so difficult that people can't vote, but just make sure the fraud is difficult. So anyone who wants to just mail in a bunch of ballots is just simply not able to do it. It's just not that easy to do. In fact, a lot of mail-in ballots should be treated uh, suspect. Now, Chuck Gray, here again, when he took a look at and, and when I take, take a look at, uh, and these other people have done it as well, Are we secure in our elections here in the state of Wyoming? Well, if we've had any problems, it really hasn't been anything major that I've ever found. The occasional mistake, yeah, but we don't have the massive fraud like some other states have had. Still, though, we want to make sure that we're in that position years from now. We still have the most secure elections in the country. And that's what Chuck wants to do. Which is part of what he ran on—a big part of what he ran on. Coming up on seven thirty, local news coming your way, update on your weather forecast. Seven forty-five, Don Day's with me live, and he talks about some record-breaking temperatures coming in. Wake up, Wyoming!
0: news, weather, and a pocket full of opinions. Wake up, Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio.
1: 7.36 at time. Wake up, Wyoming. I did talk to you earlier this morning about record temperatures across the state. I mean, some serious records that have been broken at 7.45. Don Day joining me live on air. We'll talk about this whole weather event, which has him really excited because of some of the records that are broken. So it's fun to listen to him as he really gets into it. But this weather event is not with us for the long haul. In fact, your Christmas ought to be actually not bad.
5: Matt, you have a problem.
1: No, I have two problems.
7: And they're both sitting in here right now.
2: This is an intervention. An
7: intervention for what? We've noticed that within the past few weeks you've been a little... Irritable. What are you saying?
5: Um, cold weather changes you.
7: Are you saying I'm a winter grump? Yes, but there's hope. Today can be a new day. Wrong. It's the same miserable day ever since they changed the time back Now we only get two hours of freezing miserable daylight.
2: So you're admitting
5: that cold weather makes you feel bad
7: yes i am are you not listening that's good this is the first step
5: i was worried he'd be in denial
7: denial of what that this is the worst time of year
5: really because i'd say the summer heat is unbearable
7: yeah There's a positive. You can always put on more clothes to deal with the cold, but you can only take so many clothes off in the summer. That is a lie, because I had to put on five layers before I could even step foot outside today. And then I walk into an 80 degree office and I got to strip down again. What's better than being sweaty all the time? I'm already sweaty all the time. Okay, just think about all the wonderful things that winter gives us.
3: Yeah,
5: Christmas.
7: Is over in December. Snow. We live in the South. We just get cold rain.
5: Big, cozy sweaters.
7: Feel terrible on my completely dried out skin. Hot chocolate. Hard to enjoy when I'm constantly having to put on chapstick.
0: Well, what about... My
7: nose Just constantly running until at least May. But there's... My bones hurt for no reason. And then, if it's under 40 degrees, my truck won't even start. And Then I just scrape the ice off my windshield for nothing.
3: You're really not interested in changing, are you?
7: No, because I can't. It is in my DNA to hate this weather. And I can't even wrap my head around the fact that anybody would enjoy it out there. If it were up to me, then it'd be mandatory to stay at home in your sweatpants until at least April. And if that makes me a winter grump, then fine. I guess I am. But you know what, despite how miserable terrible I may be in the winter, I am still not the worst person that you're gonna come across during this cold, miserable season. Well I know you guys aren't in here talking about cold weather. Let me tell you, up there in Minnesota it's below freezing for weeks. Oh it's so cold even the squirrels wear sweaters. Yeah you get used to it though. Y'all don't even y'all don't even really know what cold weather is like. I think the coldest thing yeah, is so down sorry. here is like a mild spring up there in Minnesota. We we got so much snow we don't even know what to do with it. Sometimes we put it in our shoes. Yeah, I think you're pretty much born into the Polar Bear Cub. You know, my granddad did it, his great granddad did it. His yeah, that guy needs to be taken, taken oh, outside and just sure that, slapped around. Yeah, his great granddad was like so, Okay.
1: Uh, don't worry, we're all safe. The $1.7 trillion omnibus spending package, which they're still trying to pass, it has 4,155 pages. And in about six billion dollars to fight climate change, in green energy projects. Now remember, those so-called green energy projects are not keeping you warm right now. It's coal and natural gas that's keeping you warm right now. Also, environmental justice initiatives, whatever the hell that's going to mean. About two billion dollars to mitigate climate risks, and they they don't define how to do that. They just say. billion to mitigate climate risk, but that's not defined. Democrat House Appropriations Chair touted the measures that are intended to tackle the climate crisis. Energy Department will receive a record $3.5 billion to support, again, renewable. It's wrong to classify it as renewable. It's not renewable. It's not green. Energy upgrades, which is $260 million more than it received in 2022... The bill also has an $890 million handout of taxpayer money to expand deployment of carbon capture storage technology. Step outside right now. Wouldn't you like to have a little more CO2 in the air if it actually did cause warming, like they say? And then let me see here. Bill would give the Department of Defense $2.1 billion for construction of projects to protect military facilities from climate change. Yeah. Uh, the Environmental Protection Agency, given roughly $108 million to prioritize pollution removal for historically disadvantaged communities. That's part of their environmental justice effort. The agency also received $613 million to bankroll the agency's enforcement compliance, as well as $100 million to help cut diesel emissions. And the list goes on from there none of which will actually do anything. And none of this is really defined. Here's a bunch of money to do this, but then you can just figure out how you're going to spend it if you're the agency in question. 742, Wake Up Wyoming.
0: Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Something on your mind? Join in at 888-97-Woods. 7.45
1: 7.45 is the time. Wake up, my Wyoming. Off we go to talk to Don Day. Don, what really struck me yesterday, and I sent you a note while it was happening. It's not just that the temperatures dropped how much, it's how fast they dropped how much.
8: Yeah, and, and they did. I mean, they dropped so fast, so quickly that some folks went back in the, at the National Weather Service in Cheyenne and found out that was the fastest one one hour drop in temperature they've ever witnessed and and i've heard from a lot of people i was sent a lot of temperature graphs from folks weather stations showing this this shift in temperature uh, i mean it was more than 50 degrees in two hours in some areas. Wow. so that doesn't happen very often but when it does happen it happens with the situation that we had yesterday with this intense arctic air mass coming across the region it uh boy it came through and uh especially central Wyoming, Natrona County, and Fremont County. Those are the two areas where I'm getting the coldest temperatures. Uh, Casper, 42 degrees below zero, which is a record all-time low. Um, I've heard from folks in Lander, Riverton areas at 40 and 41 degrees below zero. That's not with the wind chill. That's the air temperature.
1: Wow. Okay. Now, everybody, of course, wonders, as I always ask, so what's our exit strategy here? Today is warmer by comparison, but we still don't get above zero.
8: We're not going to get above zero. Uh, Most of the state will be far below zero again today. Now, the sun will be out. That'll help. Uh, but this is one of the shortest days of the year. And there's going to be enough wind in spots, especially out on the eastern plains, to still cause those wind chill values to go 40, 50 degrees below zero. In fact, overnight in Casper, we hit 65 below zero with wow. a wind chill. Um, so, yes, the sun will be out. It'll be dry, but it's really not going to warm up. And it's decept- it could be deceivingly cold. You know, in, in terms of you see the sun out, you're in the sun. But it's so cold that frostbite could happen still very, yeah, very right. quickly. So, And roads are still closed in many areas. Um, and no reason to go out unless you absolutely have to.
1: Okay, that was the next thing I was going to ask. What does this do for travel impact? Because we got some snow that fell, some heavy winds and extreme cold.
8: Yeah, and uh, you know the wind is still going to cause some blowing and snow problems. Now, I do see travel weather slowly improving because we're not expecting any new snow. The biggest problems we'll have will be with the existing snow ice and some pockets of blowing and drifting. So conditions are going to get better. So our exit strategy is to wait a day. Conditions start to get a little bit better on Friday. Not a lot, but enough to notice. And then we get into that term relative, where it's all relative. So what was considered warm a couple of days ago is considered a heat wave today. Yeah. (laughs) So this weekend, we're going to see the Arctic air retreat. And we will see temperatures warm up into the 20s and 30s. There might even be some areas in the 40s. But one word of caution is is that with snow on the ground in many, many areas and this Arctic air getting stuck in the river valleys and the creek bottoms and the low line areas, sometimes it doesn't warm up as quick as we'd like it to. Uh, even though the main Arctic air mass is moving on out. But we do see the weather getting better for Christmas weekend.
1: All right. Thank you, Don. Don Day with Day Weather. He's been up really early this morning working on all of this. So check out his podcast, which you'll find. uh, uh, It's it's through Cowboy State Daily, but it's on YouTube, Day Weather Podcast. So off we go over to the icebox. Okay, now, frankly. Oh, it's
4: not cold. Come on. Not not where you are
1: by comparison. no. No, 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 no. Let me tell you how cold it is, first off. Grandpa Rich from Thermopolis sends me a note that his dog is refusing to go outside and pee.
4: Well, yeah, well,
1: I'm not surprised. Yeah, you know. It's
4: going to be a lightning pee.
1: Yeah, it is cold when his dog just says, no, you know, I just hold it. I'm okay. I'm not going out there. But also... Dogs are smarter than we are. Yeah, Miss Mary has left her office, which is a big window behind her that takes up the entire wall, and she packed everything up, and she went to the back studio near you.
4: Yeah, because it's about now they, they turn the heat back on here. It's 1,000 degrees here. Yes,
1: yeah, so uh, she's back in that area keeping nice and warm. She actually had to retreat into a warm corner of the building. Yeah. That gives you an idea of uh, actually how cold it is outside right now. So, I, I would also offer you this.
4: Wyoming is, you know, has no humidity. Right. If this was 30 below with humidity that you normally see in the Big West, yeah. nothing or nobody... Would right. be moving. Which, they would literally have yeah. to have vehicles run all night. Yeah, and I mean, it would have been be bad. You know what? To be honest with you, you know, thirty below, I was I was out there for you know a little bit. I'm like, all right, you know. But then again, I was only out there for two minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, now so they out there for five minutes. Yeah, this is where I mentioned. So my sister in Florida. I grew up in Florida, as you know. And when we got, people make fun of. Well, it's you know thirty degrees, and they're putting on heavy coats. Thirty degrees, but humid, right? And that makes all the difference. And in that the world. bites. Yeah. yeah. That cold bites you at that humidity level. I mean, who? Yeah. As I head out today, at some point I'm going to have to head out and run a couple of errands and go home. And when I do that, if I see one person outside wearing in shorts, shorts
4: <laughs> you you will. I am I'm going you, you to will.
1: run you over. Okay? You
4: will. Men's college basketball from last night. Another game, another loss for the Wyoming Cowboys. They dropped a 66-54 decision to St. Mary's in Phoenix last night. Pokes did shoot the ball at a 50% clip from the floor, but were just 3 of 14 from the three-point line with just one player in double figures. That was Noah Reynolds with 21. Cowboys had no answer whatsoever for Logan Johnson of St. Mary's, who was 12 of 22 from the field and finished with 28 points. Plus, UW turned the ball over 19 times, and St. Mary's picked up 25 points off those turnovers. At 5-7, and the Cowboys just aren't very good right now, and they'll start Mountain West Conference play on Wednesday at Fresno State. In women's junior college basketball, 10th grade of Casper College, now 13-3 after an 81-56 loss to Salt Lake Community College in Las Vegas. Florida Goethe with 14 points for the T-Birds, who went 2-10 of 10 from the three-point line. In girls' high school basketball, the Toronto is still in that tournament in Las Vegas. They beat West Jordan-Utah yesterday, 49-33. They'll play Jordan-Utah today in that tournament. Looking back at girls' high school basketball from Friday, Kelly Walsh lost to Pinedale 55-50 at the Flaming. Tournament in Sweetwater County. Rollins over Cheyenne South, 53-49. At the Greeley Tournament, Laramie over Northridge, Colorado, 47-36. And Cheyenne Central beat Northfield, Colorado, 55-53. Cheyenne East was in that Windsor Tournament, and they defeated Campbell County, 61-57. Also in girls' play on Friday, Glenrock over Thermopolis, 54-49. And Midwest lost to Rock Springs, 45-20. In girls' play on Saturday, Kelly Walsh lost to Thunder Basin, 54-37. South lost to Pinedale, 65-47. Cheyenne East a winner over Resurrection Christian, 68-55. Central beat Northridge, Colorado, 68-60. Laramie beat Northfield, Colorado, 50-46. And Midwest was defeated by Guernsey Sunrise, 50-29. It was college football signing day yesterday. The Wyoming Cowboys signed 13 high school players and instead. One guy out of the transfer portal. The incoming transfer portal guy is running back Harrison Whaley from Northern Illinois University, who had 899 yards rushing for the Huskies in 2022. On the high school side, the folks picked up seven guys who were rated three-star recruits. And one of the guys was quarterback Caden Anderson from Southlake, Texas. He played in just six games his senior year, but threw 14 TD passes without an interception and 34 touchdown passes with just eight picks as a junior. Also, Cody Hall High School All-State player Luke Talich has signed with Notre Dame. As a quarterback, he threw 25 TD passes with four interceptions. He was the team's leading scorer and also a stud on defense. Talich, due to an injury, did not play in the 3A State Championship game, in which
1: Cody lost to Star Valley by the final score of 14-7. That's it in sports. Okay, so as we get into as we, uh, high school, all that kind of stuff, we're taking a break for the break for the holiday thing here. Yes. And I think I asked you yesterday as you get into the weekend, of course, Christmas holiday and all of that. So football, football—that you got all that set up. You got the games, football. The Buffalo Bills are
4: playing on Saturday against the Chicago Bears. That's what I want. I want to watch anything okay. else that pops up. You know,
1: college football, the pros. You okay. know, it
4: may just be you know. Football and ham.
1: There you go. And
4: turkey. That's your week.
1: And staying inside.
4: And staying inside. There you go. That sounds like a perfect Maybe, maybe a little football game at halftime exactly. for like 10 that. minutes. Then
1: take a nap and wake up Yeah, pretty much. running. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Thank much. you, Frank. Coming up on some local business. So well, he's got his weekend planned out. Local business. we got to take care of. We're going to roll into news time after that. And then, going to be you and me in the 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock hour. With open phones, 888 97 woods eight 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 ninety-seven woods Wake up, Wyoming. Six of the time, it's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. It is a Thursday. Yeah, it's cold out there. Real quick, I'll go through again because we have a lot of... You know, well, there's other news out there we have to take a look at, but uh, see, records sent overnight. Casper, Wyoming, you guys set a record minus 42 degrees was your all-time low last night. Probably slept right through that. But yeah, there's a couple of other state records around there. And the Well, how quick the temperatures fell yesterday was also record-breaking as well. So I just got done talking with Don Day about this. And you probably just heard his weather forecast on your local radio station. So we will not be out of the negative numbers today. But we will get out of it during the course of the weekend. Your Christmas might actually be nice. So let me see. Some temperatures, basic average temperatures from around the state. Cheyenne, about negative 24. Laramie, negative 22. Everybody's negative. Saratoga, negative 22. Rowland's negative 24. Hannah, minus 22. Casper, you're about minus 35. Glenrock, minus 29. Douglas, minus 26. Morning Lusk, about minus 28. You get the idea. Torrington, oh, you're a warm spot, minus 15. And Wheatland is basking in nice, warm negative 13. You guys can go outside and just take your shirt off. Uh, Midwest and see KC about negative forty, Wright minus twenty eight, Gillette minus twenty six, Buffalo minus thirty one, Moorcroft minus twenty eight. Get the idea, and then add your wind chill factors on top of that, and holy cow! All right, triple eight ninety seven Woods, the phone number eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. You can talk about what I'm talking about. Change the subject. That'd be fine by me. I'll just kind of roll through the whole thing. Let's not forget we're into the Christmas season now that's a couple of days away. So trigger warning.
5: Warning. Your host for this radio show occasionally utters offensive words like Merry Christmas. Some callers to this show might return the greeting. All opinions are welcome on Wake Up Wyoming, but woke holiday buzzkills will be canceled. In the same way, they are trying to cancel everyone else's good vibes. To our Jewish friends, Happy Hanukkah. And to the atheists out there, may the Big Bang be with you. And if none of that holiday jazz really floats your boat, remember, best of us is for the rest of us.
1: So, I was sent this by Grandpa Rich. And by the way, it's so cold in Thermopolis, Wyoming, his dog refuses to go out and pee. He sent me a note about that earlier this morning that lets you know how cold it is outside right now. Okay, so let's go real quick to Democrat candidate in Georgia, Stacey Abrams. I bring this up because I want people to know. When you donate to a campaign, and Democrats raise a lot of money. Do you actually know where that money is going? Turns out the Abrams campaign spent a lot of money on luxury items. And after losing, they're about a million dollars in debt. Former staffers say there's a lot of wasteful spending. Here's the story. Now, it's not just... The Abrams campaign, I'm going to look at. I'm just going to look at wasteful, idiotic spending in general. Because again, Democrats raise a lot of money. Have you ever asked where it's going for? It's like government on every level constantly asking for more money. Then you take a look at how they spend it. And yet they constantly need more. Well, okay. Stacey Abrams' 2022 Georgia gubernatorial campaign. It's under the microscope. Stories are surfacing of alleged wasteful spendings for the campaign. As they said, they were trying to tighten their belt, final weeks, and cut off of paychecks to staffers sooner than they expected it. Also, Axios, which is a news organization, confirmed with Abrams' campaign manager that the campaign owes about a million dollars in her rematch against Brian Kemp, about a million dollars. In her 2022 campaign, Abrams ousted Kemp by almost about $8 million in spending, which is another thing that I always love to point out to people. Just because your opposition has more money and is spending more doesn't mean they're going to win. The person who has the most money doesn't necessarily win. So they outspent, Abrams outspent her opponent by about $8 million in the reporting period before the election. But... In the end, again, lost her bid. Money was tight. They started tightening their belts. But before that, boy, they were just throwing it all over the place. Here's a quote. It's incredibly bad planning. It shows where their values were at. You just look up one day and realize, hey, they can't even pay the bills. There were signs of financial trouble when a campaign failed to increase TV ads two weeks before the voting began Abrams' campaign slashed buys from about $3 million in early October to about $825,000 last week of the month. This is really totally mismanaged money. And she wanted to manage Georgia's money, the state money. Couldn't do this. So the financial disclosures will be taken a look at. Now, to give you an idea, this is the reason I'm looking into this is it's a good idea when you go to give money, that you stop for a moment to ask yourself, and how does this person actually spend the money? Some time ago, this was really telling. Somebody just grabbed a video camera and uh, had a friend of his shoot from a clandestine place, right? And he was going around with a clipboard in hand that looked very... He had a vest on. He had to put a vest on that was all bright colors to make him look very official. And he walked around with his clipboard and his vest on and went up to people in very liberal towns in California, just people at plazas, average Californians. I am raising money to fight climate change. Will you donate? Now, he wasn't doing any such thing. This was a test just to see what people would do. And folks just handed him all sorts of money. Some people wrote big checks, other people just reached in and pulled out a wad of cash. Here. It's money to fight climate change. And they just handed him all sorts of money. Now, he didn't keep the money. He would take it, have them sign the petition, which was nothing. Just a piece of paper with a bunch of names on it. meant nothing. And then afterwards, he would look at him and say, so do you know anything about me, who I am, what I do? Well, no. But I said that I was going to fight climate change. So you just handed me a massive wad of cash. What if I'm just a con artist here to rip you off? Then you would see these people kind of go pale. Well, uh, hmm, uh, well, and they had no answer to that. But now these people are feeling really foolish. And I wonder, when you take a look at not just how different campaigns spend money, but again, one of the reasons that I want such limited government and I want to seriously cut spending is because of the way government spends money. We had a gentleman on this program a while ago. He uh, spent about 20 years working in a Washington, D.C. think tank. And he wrote an article that said Wyoming is leaving a bunch of money on the table. We could be taxing oil and gas companies a lot more. Other states tax oil and gas companies a lot more than we do. We're leaving a whole bunch of tax money on the table. Not just state money, but money that can go to the feds, too. And I let him talk for a while, and then I questioned him about how government spends the money. Considering how irresponsible government is with money, why are we demanding that they get more? Shouldn't we declare them irresponsible and demand that they get far less? Now, he had never heard such an argument You had to hear his reaction on this radio program. He had never heard such an argument before because he had always argued that we got to spend more on government. But what a government is just a bunch of irresponsible boobs that they're just making everything worse and they blow money like a bunch of idiots. And so why do we constantly give them more? Or access to more so they can borrow more and print more. 8.15 is the time. Wake up, Wyoming.
8: This Wyoming travel more stimulating
0: than that first cup of coffee. This is AM ten thirty K two radio.
1: Eight twenty is the time. To wake up, my Wyoming. My name is Glen Woods. Thanks for joining me. All right, open phones. 97 Woods, the phone number. It's 888-97-W-O-O-D-S, uh, and Grandpa Richards reminded me he's right. The Republicans actually wasted a bunch of money on limos and other non-essential things, which is true, too. They, they're no better at spending money than the Democrats are. But this is why I say when you go to give money, donate money, exactly what to? Now, I'm never going to run for office. I don't want it, but for a list of reasons. But if I did and I was collecting campaign money, Oh, you would see a streamlined operation. I mean, really streamlined with the bulk of the money going toward what it needs to go do to get someone elected, not toward, well, we're going to buy a limo, we're going to get a private jet, et cetera, et cetera, all of those things. There's other ways to run a campaign like that. All right, back to the weather real quick. Now, I'm waiting for the story. It's going to happen with this kind of a weather front that moved through. Somebody's going to put up a story that this is climate change and it's your fault. I did ask a question just a moment ago of somebody who's chatting with me on the Wake Up Wyoming Messenger, which you can do, by the way. Wake Up Wyoming app, free to download, hit chat, send me a text. I answer back. I was just kind of curious. Can you light a wind turbine on fire? Are those things flammable? Because if they are, that'd be a great way to keep warm, right? Just go ahead, chop those things down like it's a big tree and feed it into your fireplace. And maybe you can actually keep warm. Because right now, they're not keeping us warm. It's the coal plants and the natural gas plants that are keeping you toasty right now. All right, here's a headline for you. Winter storm to evolve into... Oh, here we go. I hate it when they do this. Into a bomb cyclone. All right. I talked about this yesterday for just a few minutes. Meteorologists did come up with the bomb cyclone idea. The idea is when a storm starts to rotate like a cyclone and then drops a lot of moisture at once. So it's bombing the moisture and it has a cyclone pattern as it moves. They call that a bomb cyclone. And, of course, those people who write the headlines went, (gasps) It's great. And so now they try to make it sound bigger than it even is, even though this is a big event. They try to make it sound bigger because that's what keeps your attention. The more they can get you in excited panic mode, the higher their ratings are. A bomb cyclone. What? What's a bomb cyclone? I don't even know what to do. If there was a snowstorm or a blizzard, I would know what to do. What, what do I do? In
9: a bomb
3: cyclone? Oh, my God. Yeah. bomb well, cyclone. doing to
1: people know, like this? <laughs> oh my Blizzard warning. Storm issued across the Midwest. Forecast starts to move now toward the east. And AccuWeather meteorologists warn Time is running out for those people that are to the east of us. Yeah, you can get your business done and probably stay home like we should have done yesterday. Massive snowstorm already affecting portions of the Plains Rockies as of yesterday. Okay, so widespread damaging winds, prolonged travel delays, and so far we're up to, well, real soon, we're going to get up to about 1,500 flights canceled. And then for those people, and I warned about this the other day, for those people traveling by road, it's not going to be much better for you either. Story says timing cross-country winter storm could not be worse. Millions are rushing to finish up their shopping and holiday travel. Yeah. um, Cross-country, this is just going to be bad news for those people who had plane tickets with all of those flights already canceled. This is where I, you know, you shouldn't lose money on that. They should refund you. But this is where you might just want to tell your family, you know, sorry, next year. Uh, So into tonight, travel delays across the Midwest. Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport issued a temporary ground stop. Now, that's rare for an airport that big. Ripple effects. Of course, since they're a major hub, that ripples across the United States. Strengthening storm pushed the east of the Rockies Wednesday night, Thursday morning. So snow is confirmed and cold. And it just talks about how the whole storm is moving. So let me see. Watches are upgraded to Kansas City, St. Louis, Chicago, Detroit, Minneapolis, And these are airports that are being shut down in that area. Storm track potential for... Now, this is not going to seem huge to us, though, big. Three to six inches of snow. Snow is expected to pile up rapidly, though, on Interstate 55, 65, 70, 80, 90, and 94. And that's all of these main arteries that people are supposed to be driving on, which you're just not going to be able to drive on. So, let me see, this storm... Quickly, will bring noteworthy impact. So, by the way, I did see that ridiculously large television they put in my studio. I've been watching even Texas had the governor and several other people, meteorologists around and so on. And they talked about a state of emergency in Texas. Strong winds are expected backside of the storm. Gusting winds in excess of 40 miles an hour, northern plains to the Texas Gulf Coast. Even stronger winds up to 70 miles or 80 miles an hour possible in northern Texas. That's what they were talking about. Results of both snow and wind. Nothing short of blizzard conditions, the story says, for Midwestern states, including Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, Wisconsin, Iowa, Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri. A blizzard is officially defined by the National Weather Service as blowing and or falling snow. With winds of at least 35 miles an hour, I look at a blizzard this way if for some reason I've got caught in one and this has happened to me and I'm driving down the road and I have to in order to stay on the road which I can't tell where the road is I have to take a look at those delineator posts they put there for the snow plows and that's how I know that I'm on the road that's when I know I'm in a blizzard. And that has happened to me a couple of times. By the way, if you want to see what that really looks like, there is, on the Wake Up Wyoming site this morning, I found Wyoming Highway Patrol, a couple of officers posted some unique videos. And you just got to see this. One officer is sitting in his quad car and he's shooting video out the front window, out the windshield. And he can not really see past the hood of his car just because of all the blowing snow. That was from yesterday. Another officer turned on all of the lights, lit it all up, stepped outside of his vehicle and got in front of it and turned his camera toward his vehicle. And you can just make out the lights. Yeah, that's how bad it got yesterday, which is why yesterday around the state, Highway Patrol and local police were saying, just stay home, just don't. In fact, in some places around, Casper was one of them, There are some other places, police put out notice that, hey, we will come help if your life is actually in danger. But if you just got into some wreck, you're going to have to call for a tow truck or something because we don't have the manpower to deal with this. So if it's life endangering, we'll try to get to you. Other than that, we just can't. So that's what happened yesterday, and the rest of the country is about to go through this. Now, again, I'm waiting for the article that blames all of this on you. At the same time, I want to remind everybody that the reason you're toasty warm right now is because there's a coal-fired power plant up the road from you, somewhere in the state of Wyoming that's keeping you nice and toasty. It's not the wind and solar. that's do- They're not doing anything right now. That's not what's keeping you warm. Coming up on 830, local news coming your way right after local news. Update on your weather forecast. Nice long segment of open phones. Talk about what I'm talking about. Change the subject fine. 888-97 Woods. Wake up, Wyoming.
0: Here's to Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods. Call Glenn at 888-97 Woods and make your voice heard. AM 10 K2
1: Radio. 836 the time. It's wake up, my My name is Lynn Woods. Thanks for joining me. All right, open phones triple eight ninety seven Woods phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. You can talk about what I'm talking about, change the subject fine. So those of you who are members of the Marine Corps, Semper Fi, you know. Okay, once again the woke crowd has to get involved. This is one thing that needs to get out of the military, the whole woke thing. It's got to stop. The military has a specific defined purpose. And to distract it from that purpose makes it nothing but dangerous for the people who serve and the country. You want a laser beam defined purpose. And that purpose can be ugly at times. They've got to show up at places and destroy things and kill people. That's what they do in defense of this nation. That's what the military is for. And so you need a certain kind of character. Well, here's the headline Marine Corps may drop ma'am and sir over gender neutral concerns for drill instructors. See, drill instructors now, you, a lot of you who served, you remember your drill instructor. Oh, how do you forget that guy? Oh, you don't forget your drill instructor. Your drill instructor now has to be all sensitive. The Marine Corps has been advised that its drill instructors should no longer be referred to by gender terms like ma'am or sir, an idea that a top training leader has pushed back on. Recommendation came in a recently completed academic report from the University of Pittsburgh at the, at the Corps' Commission 2020, according to Marine Corps Times. Including University of Pittsburgh's report, which ultimately would stretch to more than 700 pages over topics ranging from recruits' injury rates to boot camp staffing challenges, one annex grabbed uh, their attention, detailed that all sexuality, deeming, and gender-based language described by drill instructors, uh, well, should be changed again to become neutral. The University of Pittsburgh's Noman's uh, Neuromuscular Research Laboratory and Warrior Human Performance Research Center was tasked under a $2 million contract, get a load of this, under a $2 million contract to analyze a combination of gender-integrated training and make recommendations. And I talked earlier about where your money goes Here's where some of your tax money's going. Randy's and Casper. Morning, Randy.
9: Hey, Glenn, I just wanted to put a shout-out to those poor guys last night that went out in the freezing cold and got the power turned back on. Those guys are heroes as far as I'm concerned. Well, now,
1: from what I understand, because I got some kind of a notice late last night, and maybe I'm wrong, someone from the power company, Rocky Mountain Power, can go ahead and, and let us know about it, but they saw a problem coming. And they sent out notice that they would be shutting off the power during a certain time. And I think some of that power in some areas may still be off. But still, oh, those guys, the snowplow guys. And when I got to work right across the Platte River, there was a rail yard.
9: Uh-huh. They were busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, those four guys, I'll tell you what, they're... uh Yeah.
1: They're top of my list of some great Sure, people. and the linemen that are out there making sure the power lines are still up. You got it, man. These yeah, guys I deserve just, uh, a nice big bonus on days like this.
9: Well, and the people just, you know, they, the first responders always get, you know, a lot of attention. But yeah. those guys are, <laughs> that had to be a miserable night.
1: All right. I appreciate them being out there. Thanks for calling. It's a good reminder. On that note, I got a message from Juan plowing out here to alcova for Wydot, it's cold cold and cold and windblown that was one of the plow operators yeah he I thought about that as I came in this morning for those who missed the opening of my program here's what I talked about me coming in this morning now i live across from a golf course which is a beautiful view but it's right across the street from a golf course not a very wide street but i mean It's one that's used a lot anyway, so it's always plowed. And it's also on a hill, kind of a steep one. And every time we get weather like this, I worry about getting home. Yesterday, I almost didn't make it home. I had to stay at work late. Yeah, and so I left at the height of all of that snow. And to get up the hill, I was literally weaving my car back and forth to grab enough traction to get up the hill. Now, on the way to work, I knew it was going to be, it was plowed, but it was just going to be ice all the way down. And when I got to the very bottom, the very bottom of that road, there's a, sh- a sharp dip, and then it hits what's called 15th Street, right? And I had planned this before I fell asleep last night. I knew what was going to happen. There's no way I was going to find any traction, there's no way I could slow down enough. So I had planned this out, and it worked really well. You know, as they plow uh, a road, they always leave, and you're in your neighborhood, they always leave up the middle of the road is that nice little pile of snow, right? right that line right up the middle. So as I slid off the road, and I have to make a, ne- a left turn onto 15th, I aimed my left front tire for that pile and hit it just right and it swung my car around like on an ice skating rink right into the proper lane to head down 15th my entire trip into town to get to this radio studio i planned how i would ice skate my vehicle because it's downhill all the way and yeah i made some nice sweet little turns sliding nice and wide all the way that was me getting to work today Tim from Tampa. There's no such thing as a ridiculously large TV. (laughs) There is for this studio, Tim, trust me. It just... I look at the size of the TV they put in the studio. Why would I need something this big in my studio? Here it is. Okay, but anyway... Yeah, that was my trip all the way in. And I'm glad at least... Although the roads were icy, they were at least plowed. And that got me thinking. Then I get to the, the parking lot of the station here. And again, across the Platte River there's a train i don't want to say depot but basically there's a lot of work going on with trains okay they got all sorts of different cars going back and forth and tracks and so on and every morning i get here a little after two o'clock in the morning and i hear those guys working all night long hooking up cars and so on and they were still at it and it's like two thirty in the morning. The temperature was literally, the temperature was negative 35. It eventually got down to negative 42. That was the low for Casper. Okay. That was a record that was set. And those guys were still out there doing that. Snow plow operators, like the one I just told you about that was plowing out to Alcova. And then first responders. And then I was reminded earlier this morning, and don't forget, like our, our friend who just called in Randy... Don't forget the people doing the electrical work who are working outside in many cases, the linemen and so on, keeping all of that running for you. So you could go to bed nice and toasty warm. And while I'm at it, I want to thank the coal miners and those people who drill for a living as well for providing the energy that's been keeping you warm this entire time. And that's been the coal. And the natural gas. That's what's been keeping you warm this whole time. That's why it's nice and toasty inside. Just to be clear, now I'm still waiting, it's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna put an article out that says this whole thing is climate change and it shouldn't have happened and it's your fault. And we need to cut back on CO two emissions or we wouldn't have an event like we've had today and it's gonna go in or yesterday, today and it's gonna go into tomorrow. Apparently it's all your fault. Trust me that story's coming. Wake Up Wyoming.
0: And bottom of every hour, this is Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on AM 1030 K2 Radio.
1: 8.48 forty-eight's the time. Wake up, Wyoming. Off to the icebox. We go. Frank Gambino waiting by. So, Frank. It's uh, cold out there. Joe Baby is a cold ass. It's
4: cold out oh, there. Man. I mean, this is no joke. I mean, yeah. it's cold. Our, our biggest issue here at the radio station is that, hey, we have enough coffee to get through the day. Oh, and boy. maybe tomorrow. Yes. But we're down to our last two cookies. D- that, that, oh,
1: my two, Lord. Two, really? Two There's only we're two left, Susan, left over
4: there. Susan Susan Burke from the hospice, uh, yeah. gracious enough to bring cookies. There's only two left. Okay. And Christmas Eve is not even until tomorrow?
1: Well, look look at the the bright side of this. Most of the people are either on vacation or just not going to show up today.
4: There's nobody here except us three.
1: That's exactly. So, two cookies, three of us, Mm. somebody has to die. Me okay, so, so Mary and anymore. I get a cookie then. Yes. Okay, good. That works out just fine that,
4: for me. That, I mean, that's, yeah. this is a time of crisis.
1: It is. It actually is. But look, it would have been worse if you had said there was no coffee. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
4: Especially, now, especially if
1: anybody's spending the night here. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I thought about that yesterday. I probably should have done it. it was I was a, okay. It was that, but well, no. What? My getting it, yesterday getting home. Am I getting in? Dear Lord. Well, I know a lot of people yeah. were, were, weren't weren't going to show up here, as they all went to. Snoop Dogg last night. Oh yeah, they now I gotta ask some people about that. There was a concert last night, in all of this. Yeah, Snoop Dogg Snoop showed up in Wyoming and T Pain and all those
4: the Yin Yang Boys and
1: yeah, and all, all the here. other names that I don't know. And they had a concert last night, and I wouldn't doubt that the place was packed up. But I guarantee you, after the weather and that concert last night, Snoop Dogg ain't never coming back. Well,
4: he might. Here was the problem: is that what I I was going to go, then I didn't go. Is like you know what you can if you can get from point A to point. B, That's fine. You probably could have gotten around. Except when you park in the parking lot and have to walk to the front door and then stand in line to get security screened and then finally you're in.
1: Oh, God. I mean,
4: it's not like you're going to, you know, just drop yourself off right at the front door. Mm, Yeah, right. You know, this isn't valet service here.
1: Yeah. They can't move that security thing farther inside. It's Wyoming. They didn't think to move that inside. I don't know what they can do. I don't cake. know how that exactly work. All I
4: know is that by the time you would have gotten in there, be like, bla 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 yeah, bro. Really.
1: Miss Mary just sent me a note. I think there's extra cookies on the table upstairs. No, I ate them. Uh, over the past few days, when I got here in the morning, really? there was a big tin full of cookies. Yeah, they're all gone. And I was dipping them in my coffee for breakfast. <laughs> Merry Christmas to so, you. So you know, if we're ever stuck here and we're all going to die, you cannot count on me. I'm Merry, not. Hoping. Merry Christmas to you. College football signing day. The Wyoming Cowboys uh,
4: inked 13 high school players and snagged one guy out of the transfer portal. The incoming transfer is running back Harrison Whaley from Northern Illinois University in DeKalb, who had 899 yards rushing for the Huskies in 20, 2022. Uh, on the high school side, the Pokes picked up seven guys who were rated as three-star recruits. One of those guys was quarterback Caden Anderson from S- South Lake, Texas. He played in just six games in his senior year, throwing 14 TD passes without an interception, but he had 34 TD passes. With eight picks as a junior, also Cody High School All-State player Luke Talich has signed with Notre Dame. He's Cody was Cody's leading passer this past season with 25 TD throws and four interceptions. Also the team's leading rusher. Also a stud on defense. Talich, due to an injury, did not play in the 3A state championship game in which Cody lost to Star Valley. 14 7. In women's junior college basketball, 10th rated of Casper College, now 13 and 3 after an 81 56 loss to Salt Lake Community College in Las Vegas yesterday. Flora going with 14 for the Tebers, who went just 2 of 10 from the three point line. On the men's side at the Division I level, another game, another loss for the Wyman Cowboys. They were beaten by St. Mary's and Phoenix last night, 66 54. Pokes did shoot the ball at a 50% clip from the floor, but they were 3 of 14 from the three point line, with just one player in double figures. That was Noah Reynolds with 21. Cowboys also had no answer whatsoever for Logan Johnson of St. Mary's, who was 12 of 22 for the field and finished with 28 points, plus he had 5 assists. UW turned the ball over a whopping 19 times, The St. Mary's picked up picked up 25 points off those turnovers. At 5-7, and seven, the Cowboys just, they're not very good right now. And they'll start Mountain West Conference play on Wednesday at Fresno State. And girls high school basketball, Natrone is still in a tournament in Las Vegas, and they beat West Jordan-Utah yesterday 49-33. They'll play Jordan-Utah today in that tournament. Looking back at girls high school play from Friday Kelly Walsh lost to Pinedale 55-50 at the Flaming Gorge Tournament in Sweetwater County. Rollins over Cheyenne South 53-49 at the Greeley Colorado Tournament. Laramie over Northridge 47-36. Cheyenne Central beat Northfield 55-53. Cheyenneese was in the Windsor Tournament and defeated Campbell County 61-57. Also in girls play on Friday, Glenrock over Thermop 54-49. And Midwest lost to Rock River 45-20. Then on Saturday for the ladies, Kelly Walsh lost to Thunder Basin 54-37. Cheyenne South lost to Pinedale 65-40. 57. Cheyenne East, a winner over Resurrection Christian, 68-55. Cheyenne Central over Northridge, 68-60. Laramie over Northfield, 50-46. to 46. And Midwest lost to Guernsey by the final score of 50-29. That's it in sports.
1: I'll tell you what's really stupid about all this Frank. Uh, in the room right behind you is that IT room. Yeah. And that IT room has since it's in the middle of the building, yeah, it had a fight going between the heater and the air conditioning unit. Yeah. And the air conditioning unit was losing. Uh. So they had to put in a separate air con- a, a roll in air conditioning unit. So despite how cold it is outside, we have an air conditioner unit in there blowing to cool down that room. Eh? Uh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's just drill a hole through the ceiling. Like right, the yeah, yeah, hall, yeah. That would yeah, be yeah, much yeah, better. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of. We're going to roll into news Newsnight after that. National local update on the weather forecast. I'll get away from the news for a while. i got some fun stuff. But you can interrupt me. Change the subject all you want. 888 woods Wake up, Wyoming. the time, it's Wake Up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. It is a Thursday. Negative 30 where I'm at right now. It'll yeah, get warmer today, but we're not going to get out of the negatives all day long. Trigger Warning.
5: Warning. Your host for this radio show occasionally utters offensive words like Merry Christmas. Some callers to this show might return the greeting. All opinions are welcome on Wake Up Wyoming, but Woke Holiday Buzzkills will be canceled. In the same way, they are trying to cancel everyone else's good vibes. To our Jewish friends, Happy Hanukkah. And to the atheists out there, may the Big Bang be with you. And if none of that holiday jazz really floats your boat, remember, Best of Us is for the rest of us.
1: So I got to point this out before I get to the other stories over here. I always get a laugh out of how politicians and people in the news media as well will try to play a certain role. Like, for example, whenever there's some natural disaster, the governor or your president or various other politicians will take off their official coat and tie. And they always put on that jacket and a baseball cap that shows that they're in disaster mode, right? Whenever they bring out doctors to talk to the press, even though the doctor is nowhere near his office or a lab or anything like that, he's got to wear a lab coat because he's a doctor. And doctors wear lab coats everywhere, right? All right? So I'm watching on the ridiculously large television that they put in my studio here. There's the mayor of Chicago. Now, I look at people like her, and I often think, really, Chicago? This is who you're electing as mayor. Mayor of Chicago has gone without wearing a face mask for quite a while. You know, the whole COVID thing, right? But for quite a while, she has not been wearing a face mask. She is currently doing a press conference. A crawler at the bottom says, Chicago officials update on COVID-19 warnings for the holidays. So because of the press conference she's giving, she is in front of the reporter's wearing a face mask. She didn't yesterday when she gave a press conference, but she is because it's about COVID and, and getting together with your family. So she's got to wear one. The sign language interpreter standing next to her, right next to her, is not wearing a face mask. Oh, wait, wait. Now here comes another woman stepping up. The, the mayor's done, and some other woman is stepping up to speak to the press about covid in Chicago for the holidays. She's not wearing a face mask either. So tomorrow, if the mayor of Chicago speaks in front of the press about anything other than COVID, she won't be wearing a face mask. You understand why I have trust issues? Okay, Christmas right around the corner. It's Christmas time in California, and the deals are hot. Everything is 100% off. That's right, 100% off. It's all got to go, including the store, your job, and the community. Don't forget to stock up on toilet paper and anything else you needed or wanted, whether you needed it or wanted it or not. Yes, it's the California Fire Sale. Because California's on fire again. But this time, it's not the forest. It's our cities, downtowns, shopping malls, and neighborhood stores. Uh, Don't worry, since we've defunded the Please stop, but he's going to show up. So get in there and get what you can before the store burns down. Yes, it's the California Fire Sale. Everything's 100% off. Take advantage now before the store burns down or the business has moved to other states. No refunds or returns. This offer not valid in Wyoming or Texas. Where if you try it here, you will be shot. Now, I always want to remind people that I do have a, a, during a disclaimer that I play. I talk about hanging up on one guy named Dave. But then I make a point that there's a lot of Daves out there that I really do like. It's just the one guy from San Francisco. So Dave from Mills, Wyoming. Now you're a good guy. We're not mad at you for anything.
9: Well, that's good. That's okay. why I always tell Mary that I'm not from California.
1: Okay, yeah. That she <laughs> made a point to write Mills down. So okay, no, I can go ahead. And like the, Dave from from San Francisco is just a jerk. But you're okay. What you got for me? Um.
9: Something that would really be interesting I think is to find out anybody that has these electric cars, yeah, how they are faring in this. Because I imagine if they uh drive around, lights on and the heater going their range yeah. might be down to about ten miles.
1: Right. I do know and I read several articles earlier this week before this whole front arrived that electric cars not yeah, the batteries do have a hard time in weather like this and the range is you know, more limited but yeah when they turn the heater on that really sucks some energy so yeah right. electric cars do not nearly have the performance that they would have during well summer months for example so yeah they have a hard time during all of this
9: yeah. Well, if you hear something, let us know so I'll let you know.
1: we can all have a little chuckle. All right. Appreciate it, Dave. Thanks for calling in. 888-97. What's the phone number? Eight 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 ninety seven woods In the town that I'm in, there are some Teslas and other type of electric cars riding around. And here's why I've always said to people, if that's what you want to do, you go right ahead. If, if you want to buy one, the only thing I ask is no subsidies, right? And be honest about what you're doing. It's not clean. It's not green. They're not sustainable, okay? Let Just be honest about it. None of this is true. They're toxic to create, toxic to dispose of. Be honest about it, all right? So, and when it comes to cold weather like this, this kind of an extreme thing, I know that they do have some problems with it as compared to the internal combustion engine. Now, maybe in time they can solve those problems, but right now the current uh, crop of electric vehicles do have some problems when the weather does get this cold we'll see if they can solve that problem sometime down the road but yeah they do tend to have problems when the weather gets this cold now where they do have an advantage in weather like this the when you put your foot on the pedal i can't say gas pedal put your foot on the pedal to get going oh energy is transferred instantly Okay, it's uh, in that case. It's a lot more immediate when it comes to you need energy management in order to get around. But the problem again, cold is tough on batteries for a list of reasons. And the more things you turn on in the vehicle, like Dave was saying, turn on the heater. I read an article earlier this week about that. Turn on the heater in these, well, especially when the cold gets this cold, and that's draining a lot from those batteries. So they do have some problems that they have to take care of. So we'll see how they fare in all of this. I know quite a few electric car owners. Um, well, we will see if they continue to drive them in places like Wyoming or do they go back to something else. We'll have to wait and see. Tim from Tampa. For last minute shopping, you should play uh, Reggie's uh, Oh, School of Smash and Grab. But well, I do have this. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, Tim. I... Found the official Christmas movie trailer. It's true. This is John. Nice beer. He
6: just wants to spend Christmas with the family. Is
9: Daddy coming home with you? We'll see what
2: Santa and mommy can do.
6: But when he gets stuck at the office party.
2: Merry Christmas!
6: It'll be a holiday. Merry Christmas! He'll never forget. <laughs> 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 Christmas.
2: It's
9: a time of miracles, so be of good cheer.
2: Only John can drive somebody that crazy.
6: Get ready to jingle some bells. And deck the halls. Oh, hey there. With bows of hey. Bruce Willis. Mother of the coast. We we'll get together, have a few laughs. laughs. Alan Rickman.
8: Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? You
6: became together in the greatest Christmas story ever told.
1: I got some bad news for you, Dwayne. <laughs> Hans, <laughs> Bobby. Eat it,
6: Harvey. <laughs> I'm starting to get a bad feeling up here. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Die Hard. This is their
8: idea of Christmas. I gotta be here for New Year's.
0: <laughs> if I manage to make it through this week, I would like my street jacket to be black leather and my helmet to sparkle. Thank you. Today with Glenn Woods. Did you just hit the snooze? Really? This is AM 1030 K2 Radio.
1: 21's the time. Wake up, Wyoming. My name is Clint Woods. Thanks for joining me. I might just write this up into an article tomorrow because it's just so cool. Grandpa Rich lives in Thermopolis, Wyoming. He just sent me a picture of his dog. And his dog has this expression on his face that just says, nope. He tried to take his dog out to go pee this morning. Too cold. And the dog is just, nope. And he's still not going. You just can't get the dog out. The dog would rather hold it than go outside. Mike is in Laramie. Morning, Mike.
9: Morning, Glenn. Um, about the weather. This is not climate change. This yeah. is climatological warfare. Ah, okay. Vladimir Putin is storing that all up in Siberia and shipping it to us.
1: Oh, that's what he's doing here. I thought he would use it against yes. the Russians.
9: No, no, no. No, No, he's sending it over. Oh, I'm sorry. Putin, I've North got North these
1: North. guys messed up because the, uh, the guy from, uh, is on TV from... Uh, oh. Ukraine, uh, so you know Putin is is attacking us with it. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay, that, no, that makes complete it, sense.
9: It does. I mean, you know, it's a subtle way to get get to us. Yeah. But you you had that talked a little bit while about the Marine Corps and yeah. the doing away with the sir and the mam and all. That's that's for Bravo Sierra. Yes. You. I mean, I spent almost twelve years flying Air Force for the Air Force. Yeah. And you need that thorough to maintain discipline and order. You've yeah. got to know who's above you, who's below you, yeah. who's giving the orders, who's taking the orders. Yeah. It is, and if things like this that make you know, you why is the military getting recruits they need? It's yeah. stuff like this.
1: Right. It's not a place considering what the military has to do, which is one of the most difficult jobs on the planet. Considering what what they're tasked to do. There can't be any question about what authority is. And people who are in authority cannot worry about the sensitive (laughs) feelings of those people who are underneath them. They just need to bark orders, and the people underneath need to do what they're told. And if it hurts your feelings or makes you feel uncomfortable, too bad. This is war.
9: Yeah, I mean, I've I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. But, I mean, you you get kids coming home from... On leave, and they're they're in the military, and they're talking to their family and their friends, and they're telling them what's happening, or they're going to uh, social media. And these kids are seeing that, and they're saying, No. Yeah. Because generally, the type of person that's going to go in the military is going to be a more conservative type of person rather than a real liberal one. Yeah. Right. I mean, when I was in, when I was in in the F-4s, our purpose was to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution. Yeah. We did that by killing the enemy and destroying his toys and doing it until he surrendered. Yeah, I mean, I was told over and over from whatever squadron I was in that I could call myself whatever I wanted, but when it boiled down to, I was I and my buddies, in there were nothing more than paid professional killers for the United States government. That's
1: yes, exactly right. We That's
9: couldn't just- handle, and if we couldn't handle that get
1: out right yeah it is one of the toughest jobs there is and this is what they, they don't want to hear those people in the woke crowds but the fact of the matter is you're gonna to need to man up
9: yeah I mean, you know like great rush talked about political generals and warrior general we've yeah. got political generals and admirals yeah and if they don't like what's going on instead of keeping their mouths shut they should resign.
1: The political and woke generals will lose wars, warriors, for us, not win them.
9: Yeah, the political woke will lose them. Yeah. The war. I I worked for one general. He was a warrior. If he told me he charge that machine gun nest with a butter knife, I'd have done it. Yeah. And I knew another one that was a political general, and we spent time. How are we can get rid of this guy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. But well, just... this, the, the military's heading completely the wrong direction at this point. So
9: Uh-oh, they are. Yeah. They are.
1: All right. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. 888 woods phone number eight 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 ninety seven 97 woods A liberal sits down to write a letter to Santa. Dear
6: Santa, wow, I can't believe it's already time for me to write you another letter. As a Biden voter, I want to wish you tidings of comfort and joy. Well, I wish misery and sadness on anyone who doesn't do exactly what I want them to, because that's what the holidays are all about. I hope you don't mind if this letter is a little longer than the last one I wrote you. I just feel like I've been extra compliant this year, so I deserve to have a longer wish list than usual. And besides, I was promised so much last year, but here I sit a year later, having gotten none of what I asked for. Last year, I told you all I wanted was student loan forgiveness, reparations, cheaper groceries and gas, and just to get back to normal. Maybe my letter got mixed up with all the mail-in ballots from the most free and fair election of all time. I know you're busy, and I'm not saying it's your fault. It's not mine either. Like all the other failures in my life, myself chief among them, I'll just blame it on the people I don't like instead. Okay, now I'm going to tell you what I want this year. First. Can I get a gift card for a year's worth of manicures? I've broken so many nails furiously ripping I did that stickers off every gas pump I use these days. I don't understand why those conspiracy theorists think the president can influence the gas prices. He can't. Which is why when he tapped our own oil reserves and lowered gas prices by a few pennies, I made sure to give him credit for that immediately. Speaking of a few pennies, I took the 16 cents the Democrats saved me on my 4th of July cookout and I'm going to donate them to the Salvation Army tomorrow. Ever since I heard about their Let's Talk About Racism guide, I just knew they'd use the money to help people regardless of their skin color. Told you I'm a good person. Since I don't have a car now, I've had to ride the bus everywhere. And even though I wore my mask every day and rolled up my sleeves every time, I still got a breakthrough infection. I know, I know, no big deal. It's just like the breakthrough infections everyone gets after their measles, mumps, and meningitis shots just means it's working. But even though it's working so well, the third thing I'd like to ask for this year is a lifetime supply of Band-Aids. I have a feeling I might need them for the future things I'll be ordered to take, and I'll take them without question because I care about my health. Okay, the last thing I want to ask for this year, Santa, isn't even for me. It's for the moderators and fact-checkers of social media. They've been working so hard to silence the truth. I mean, to give their opinion, I mean, to fight fake news. Can you give them a raise? They deserve it. Anyway, I know this is a long letter, and I'm almost done, I promise. But I wanted to ask you just one question. Who is Brandon? And why are all the people I hate cheering for him so much? If you could fill me in, I'd appreciate it. Okay, my hand is tired now. This is the most work I've done all year. Merry Christmas. I mean, happy holidays. I mean, happy whatever doesn't offend me today. Sincerely, Rhett Arted, Zimzer. Government pension number twenty six million four hundred ninety three thousand one hundred seventy five. P.S. Can you stop saying ho ho ho? It's very disrespectful to the vice president.
1: Okay, uh, Judy and Casper, hang on, because I want to get to you. She's got a vent, you know. And she's got something to say about the Casper Star Tribune. Apparently, I got to get through news, weather. Then it's all you, Judy. You got the whole segment if you want. Coming up on local news break and that weather forecast. Then Judy Triple A ninety-seven Woods, wake up Wyoming. Radio. Nine thirty-six. The time it's wake up Wyoming. Judy and Casper's been patiently waiting. Thanks for hanging on, Judy. What you got?
3: Hey, <laughs> I like your uh, Santa. Dear Santa letter, I think it's one of your better
1: I, I think, uh, especially at the end there, when he says, please stop saying ho, 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 it's offensive to the vice president.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I lost it then. <laughs> I guess I'm no fan of Camilla. Right. Anyway, let me tell you, the Casper Star Tribune, for instance, I got interviewed by uh, this Mary from the Casper Star yesterday by phone, and I gave her, I think, a pretty good interview with lots of facts, and you know other people that she could follow up with and stuff and lo and behold i'm up by three o'clock in the morning because i have to let dog go pee um, wait and, a second hold, uh, hold, hold
1: hold it did your dog actually go pee
3: yeah he was he in did. and out so fast i don't even think he got it all out
1: okay because grandpa rich in thermopolis his dog refuses to go he's just <laughs> not going out the- okay anyway so you read the paper in the morning
3: yeah, so I read the paper, and I'm reading this, and I'm going, was she even at the same meeting? They're showing this picture where there's, like, 12 people in the room. It was over a 100. Uh, Dallas corrected me on that. But there was about 100 because he was counting them. He's going to be uh, one of the new commissioners. And uh, Dallas had given her my phone number, so I told her, you know, uh, that we're doing this because... uh People don't want to be controlled and all of this good stuff, like I talked to you the other day about. Anyway, so the article goes on to read, like uh, the commissioners, that the only thing that the people had a problem with was understanding it. No, we understood it just fine. That's why we were there. We understood what they were doing. They were incrementally taking away our decisions on our own private property. And I just wanted to tell Mary out there, if you're listening, kiddo, uh, you're not starting out very good as a new cub reporter.
1: Okay. Do you think Mary actually listens to this program?
3: I'm sure she does. of okay. The date, does. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there's there's Miss Mary who's the producer to this program, and she's asleep yeah. half the time. She's not. No, she I, <laughs> she listens to everything. There's that Mary. It. Mary listens to everything. But no, I don't. She, but you think though. Actually, you know where the Casper Star Tribune has moved, though, right?
3: Yeah. Now they're
1: in Chey- Cheyenne. Right? No, no, no. The, uh, I mean their offices. They were in that big building in Casper. Now they're yeah. uh, closer to this building in a much smaller building. Yeah,
3: over in the old uh, bar lounge. And yep. you know what it costs to get an ad put in there? Yeah. It, I paid $141 to have an ad run once a day for two weeks. Okay. Can you believe that?
1: Yeah. Well?
3: It, it, really? $2 a day for the paper, and they can't figure out why people aren't buying it?
1: Ah, uh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. it, I would say, though, that are you going to try to get a hold of this reporter to say, hey, what what's the deal?
3: Well, I thought I could get the message to her this way. If not, I'll... Uh, Her personally because i gave her some i gave her a guy uh willer is his name over in johnson county his name and he's a planner for johnson county and i spoke with him i don't know probably about an hour before we even you know went to the meeting the day before and he told us what these guys are writing in this is so unusual so obscure that in all his years that he's been um, uh, a planner—he's never seen anything like this. Okay. And that, uh, yeah, there's a public meetings law. Yeah, you have to give them notice. And something else that we're going to end up arguing over big time is each time they tweak that damn thing. To me, the timeline starts over again for 45 day notice. Right. Yeah. You know how many copies I bought? I bought like I've gotten like six copies of this of this thing so far and I still don't have a clean copy
1: right you know Okay. Are they... and in
3: the meeting they pull it offline yeah. where you can't even read it they had none offered to the people in the planning and zoning office all week long and here they are an hour before the meeting still tweaking it
1: alright that means nobody in that room actually got a chance to read it before they vote on it yep alright yep. So you got a lawsuit that you're working toward, and then you got to work with the new board when they get into office next year.
3: Yeah, well, I'm going to try to go through the new board and see if we can't straighten this out first, because I'm not, you know, too happy, crazy woman. And if we don't get any satisfaction out of that, then we'll have to test it in the court system. You okay.
1: Know? Well, I'm I glad mean, your are fighting for this anyway all right you got a lot of work ahead of you but then when don't you that's
3: that's right I'm glad that's to see right. that
1: a, Well, i'm glad to see 100 people showed up with you
3: yeah well you know it's hell being a patriot <laughs> yeah
1: well, all right judy have a I'm great christmas so her dog went out and peed grandpa rich's dog just is still holding it at some point grandpa rich's dog is going to have to give in But that dog is still holding it, refuses to step outside until the weather gets warm enough. And that won't be till Saturday. 942, wake up Wyoming. With Glenn
0: Woods on AM 1030 K2 Radio. Join the show at 888-97-WOODS.
1: 47 at a time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. Off we go to the icebox friend Gambino's waiting by. Frank, off. The, the, Frank, the first announcement is really important here. Okay. According to Grandpa Rich, his dog finally went out to pee. Okay, yeah. yeah well, it, I, it, I, I was just outside and I, I wouldn't go out there to yeah, pee either. That dog has been holding it like all morning. He usually lets his dog out about 5 o'clock in the morning. The dog has been holding it ever since. he says the dog was out and back in record time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, and for everybody's worried that the dog was just trying to hold it indefinitely, which he was, the dog finally decided, "I have no choice here. I got to let this loose." Okay. So, okay. So, do so, not, so we're
4: making progress. Yes, the last not, I saw was only 19 below.
1: Yeah, you know what they say about yellow snow. Oh yeah, so, don't eat it. Stay away from there. Okay. Now you cannot go wrong. Both stories are amazing. Do you want the Grinch story or the bear story?
4: There's a Grinch story around here about yeah. the
1: cookies, but we'll move on to the thing. Th- 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 no, that's just a a pig story. Okay. That would be me. But do you want the Grinch or the Bear Story? Grinch. Grinch Story. Okay. I have. You have to see this. To it's believe amazing. It. The Grinch made a rocket sled <laughs> yeah. with a massive orange flame that comes out the back of it. And he got on a huge frozen lake. God knows how fast he's going. <laughs> but you can watch the video. Of the Grinch, all uh, oh, I got to tell you, he was on looks the rocket good. sled. On the rocket sled with a lake. bunch of stolen toys up front, and he must be going like a hundred miles an hour at least, or more, just ripping across that uh, that lake on a sled that's powered by a real, actual homemade rocket engine. Okay, well, that's not Grinchy. No, that's kind of cool. Actually, but that's yes, exactly. I'm looking at this, thinking, "Oh my lord!" Now, of course, the Grinch has always been sort of like Wily e. Coyote. How does he afford all of this? Well, I know. Well, he must have ordered it from Acme. Yes, and most of the time it never works, which he should sue Acme. Yeah, but you know what, now with Amazon, it gets there quicker. Sure. You do know there was some college students that were studying law. They actually sued Acme <laughs> on behalf of oh. Wally Coyote. Yeah, And how far did that go? Actually, they did sort of a mock court, oh. and the court sided with the Coyote on that one. Uh, I'm that sure, yeah. Acme products are just completely defective and garbage. The bear story... Just so you know, bears now know how to open garage doors. Okay. I mean, just, did they steal my the opener out of my car? Uh, no, but I have several videos here on the Wake Up Wyoming Post that shows bears opening garage doors, grabbing the garbage can. One, a little baby bear got caught in the garage and couldn't get out. Okay. And mama bear walks over and opens the garage. You can watch this. And goes, come here. Come on, kid. Come on. And so the bear opened this garage door twice. To let the kid out. But, yeah, there's several bear videos here of bears walking over and just opening a garage door, grabbing the garbage can and pulling it out. Lock your garage door. Doors These bears
4: are, are serious. Get,
1: they're really getting way too smart, Frank. Well, yeah. You they're smarter yeah. than your average bear. If you walk into they know to walk into grocery stores. No, no well they guess them. they do, don't they? If you walk into your kitchen one day and one of them is standing there making himself some eggs. Don't be surprised. Men's college basketball from last
4: night. Another game, another loss for the Wyoming Cowboys. Losing to St. Mary's uh, 66-54 in Phoenix last night. St. Mary's is a pretty good team. They went to the NCAA tournament a year ago. And the Pokes did shoot 50% from the floor in this contest last night. But hit 3 of 14 from the three-point line. With just one player in double figures. That's Noah Reynolds with 21. Cowboys had no answer whatsoever for Logan Johnson of St. Mary's. Who was 12 of 22 from the field and finished with 28 points. Plus, UW turned the ball over a whopping 19 times and St. Mary picked up 25 points off those turnovers. 5-7 and seven, the Cowboys are just not very good right now and they'll start Mountain West play on Wednesday at Fresno State. In women's Juco basketball, 10th rated Casper College now 13-3 and after an 81-56 defeat to Salt Lake Community College in a tournament in Las Vegas. Flora Gold put 14 points for the Tebers who won just 2-10 of 10 from the 3-point line. High school basketball for the girls in the is in a tournament in Vegas and they beat West Jordan Utah yesterday 49-33 and they'll play Jordan Utah today in that tournament. Look back at Friday's high school basketball scores for the ladies. Kelly Walsh lost to Pinedale 55-50 at the Flaming Gorge Tournament in Sweetwater County. Rollins over Cheyenne South 53-49 at the Greeley Tournament. Laramie over Northridge, Colorado 47-36 and Cheyenne Central beat Northfield Colorado 55-53. Cheyenne East was in the Windsor Tournament, defeated Campbell County 61-57. Also in girls play on Friday, Glenrock over Thermopolis 54-49 and Midwest lost to Rock River 45-20. Girls play on Saturday. Kelly Walsh lost Thunder Basin, fifty four thirty seven Cheyenne South lost to Pinedale, 65-47. Cheyenne East got by Resurrection Christian, sixty eight fifty five Central over Northridge, Colorado, 68-60 to Laramie, beat Northfield, Colorado, 50-46. to And Midwest lost to Guernsey Sunrise, 50-29. to It was college football signing day yesterday. The Wyoming Cowboys signed 13 high school players and snagged one guy out of the transfer portal. The incoming transfer is running back Harrison Whaley from Northern Illinois University, who had 899 yards rushing for the Huskies in 2022. On the high school side, the folks picked up seven guys who were rated three-star recruits. That's really, really good. And one of the guys was quarterback Caden Anderson from South Lake, Texas. He played in just six games in the senior year but threw 14 touchdown passes without an interception and 34 TD passes with eight picks as a junior. Also Cody High School all-star player Luke Talis has signed with Notre Dame. He was Cody's leading thrower with 25 touchdown passes and four interceptions. Also the team's leading rusher plus a stud on defense. Talis, due to an injury did not play in the three A state championship game in Laramie,
1: which Cody lost to Star Valley by
4: the final score of fourteen to seven. And that's it in
1: sports. So the players that UW signed, how often or what percentage are actually from Wyoming? Well,
4: they're, they're in this class. UW didn't sign any. Okay. You know, now uh, on the on the other side is that you know if you everyone looks good on film. Yeah. Everybody, you know, it depends now how you adjust to you know your college atmosphere. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the the speed of the game from high school to college. You know, and, and Wyoming at least they got one guy to the transfer portal. You know, okay. I mean that's that's part of this transfer portal game is that you lose five or six, you got to be able to bring in five or six, right? Yeah, to so be even at least.
1: Okay, thank you, Frank. Mm-hmm. Do it again tomorrow, which is Friday, just before get into Christmas time. Coming up on some local business news time right after that. National local weather forecast. Let's wake up Wyoming.
6: heard of Christmas.